I have a little bit of a following, so I dabble. I hate people like that. Episode 380. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. Please clap. Cuz. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that's currently accepting buyout offers that will be used to call out your organization publicly. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, Tan Mom's Baby Daddy and Fred the Elephant Boy's former hype man from the Shuli Network, it's Shuli Egar. What's up, Shuli? Message boards light up. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome back to the show, buddy. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address. Voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch us record these shows live when we record them or anytime afterwards. We will be doing the 11th installment of Easy For You To Say. <laughs> Can't wait. On Monday, January 30th. That's for Patreon and Supercast subscribers i am looking forward to that mm, that book always fun gift that keeps on giving what a series what a series not since roots uh <laughs> has there been such a compelling volume to well, sit through i would say that easy for you to say is more important than roots yeah but i, I understand the comparison i get what you mean <laughs> john would never say that he's humble <laughs> <laughs> you, you learn more about society watching and listening to god <laughs> Well, you learn more about what an asshole Jackie was, but other than that, I guess you don't learn too much. <laughs> Guys, tickets are on sale for DabbleCon. WATPLive.com is where you can learn more information about the shows. Purchase your tickets February 3rd and 4th in sunny, beautiful Rochester, New York. Shuli Egar will be there. I know producer Chris will be there. Yeah. I will be there. Anthony Cumia. Chrissy Mayer, Mike Morse, Reverend Bob Levy, Trucker Andy, Vinnie Paulino, the list goes on and on. We're going to have live podcasting, we have a stand-up showcase, and we have the Dabby Awards, which I am very much looking forward to. Have she, you been practicing your musical number? Yeah, we, Shuli and I have been rehearsing our musical number. Uh, it's... It's going to take a few more months, properly, but I'll get it. You have yet to properly lift me, but you better get it <laughs> okay. on the night of the show. Listen, I take this seriously, Shuli. Unless you think <laughs> I'm just some asshole in Rochester in his basement. Well, I'm that uh, too, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Team Z-Man over here, bro. You're going down. <laughs> All right. So, WTBLive.com, February 3rd and 4th. It's coming up very closely, very nearly, very soonly. Soonly. Yeah. Very soonly. That's what I was looking for. Uh, so you're going to want to get on top of that. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Two Girls, One Blunt. This was a suggestion from Nathan Vickers on Facebook. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This show hosted by Jamie Lee Simmons and Emily. Like the one girl has three names. The other girl just has the one. Yeah. But Love I it. did find Emily on Instagram. It's at loud Emily. She has 31,000 followers on there. 
and I would describe her body as doughy. Okay. If I had to choose an adjective for her, it would be doughy. She has very big boobs, though. I'll give her that. I mean, we didn't even play clip one yet, huh? We're just going right just in. Going right right, I, I, I want to paint the picture for people, Shuey. I got listen, a lot of blind out there. Listening. There's a I lot. Got, uh, there's a lot of sex talk going on. So I want people yes. to know that she has big boobs and she's doughy because this show starts off now. It's two girls, one blunt. I hate every podcast yeah. that uses the two girls, one cup. It keeps thing. going. I don't know why. There's a million of them, <laughs> including one of the biggest shows ever, Two yeah. Bears, One Cave. It's so embarrassing. Like, this is a meme from. 17 years ago? Yeah, How old is this fucking yeah. video? It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Can we all get over it and move on now, guys? <laughs> it's not a funny gag in any single way, but... All right. So you're saying I should not go forward with two Jews, one Mike Morse? You're saying that's not... Uh, okay. Correct. <laughs> I was going to make an exception. But okay. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not putting my foot down, Julie. It's finally right. got too far. You're going to get the Z-Man treatment over here if you do that. <laughs> it's on, everybody! <laughs> Carol versus Shuley. <laughs> All right. So let's start off because obviously these are girls who are stoners and they love being stoned and talking about getting stoned and being stoners, but they also are very gross and love talking about sex. I feel like everyone I know is getting married nowadays. I'm like looking back and I'm like, oh my God, that dude I sucked off in the fucking theater room prop room is having a child. Oh He's my been God. married for four years. He has the love of his life. Yeah. And there was just slutty Emily, <laughs> theater girl Emily, um, sucking him off. That was pretty He'll remember that though. forever. Um, it wasn't good. So <laughs> you use teeth? It was in my early dick sucking days. I was only like 15. So I didn't have the finesse, you know? Really? I, I feel now. like I went right in there. <laughs> but there's technique that you learn. That's so true. That makes you way better. Yeah. Definitely no. better now. I could not deep throat when I first started sucking dick, but now I can. True. See, this is the thing I've been complaining about for a while on WTP, how terrible 15-year-olds are at sucking dick. <laughs> That's yeah. been a thing. It's been, you know, kind of a theme of this show. Think of how bad it was for him if she knew it was bad. <laughs> yeah, right? She's like, it was not good. You're like, oh, imagine what he must have thought of it. Jesus His buddies are bro. trying to high-five him. He's like, not so fast. It's really yeah. it's not, nothing to write home about. But, you know, listen, much like Rocky, it's, it's a great story. I mean, it's a feel-good ending, you know? Everybody uh, starts somewhere. Started at the bottom, now we're here. You know what I'm saying? Good for her. So it's interesting because you might have noticed there that Jamie's like, oh, I, I've always given the same blowjob. Like, if nothing's changed in, in my world. Whereas Emily's going, yeah, no, now I know how to do it, obviously. Because there is a technique to it. But apparently, these girls suck at blowjobs. You're in a push-up position, kind of. I know. My arms would get so tired from that. I'm like, can you just come <laughs> please i don't know I why i think they like it too much so they like want you to keep going and then i'm like I, this is enough it's been 30 seconds all right i have, I have news for you um <laughs> we're not rod jeremy all right like, if, if we're gonna explode we're gonna explode we, we're not gonna stop that from happening we're not yeah, fucking with you <laughs> let's read the notes from the last man meeting the quicker the better end of note <laughs> correct you know no guys like Take your time. No, let's go. The reason why guys aren't coming is because you're bad at it. That's that's the reason why it's taking so long. That's uh, that is the truth. To, yeah, you heard it straight from the expert. 
So, <laughs> well, wait a second. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm bad blowjobs. That's not what I'm trying to say. Less teeth, Carl. Jesus. Oh, no, I'm saying whoa, you're great whoa. at blowjobs. What whoa, are you whoa, doing? Whoa. Come on. We're friends. Wait, what subreddit are you reading? <laughs> or are you hearing about this? <laughs> so, Emily was with a guy who can't come. And I think she got told a story that was a lie and she just bought it. And I've also been with a dude who. He fucked his dick up by grinding into his mattress, and that was how he or like masturbated as a child. So it made him have a really long stamina. It was weird. We called him. Uh, what did we call him? <laughs> Can't limp come. dick. Oh, limp dick. Because that's that's like- a terrible nickname. <laughs> he couldn't come because he couldn't get it up. That his nickname is limp dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think these women are confused. There's only one guy I know who fucked his mattress, and that's my background picture. That would be Eric the actor. <laughs> Correct, yes. So unless, unless she hooked up with him, I don't know. I mean, I've never heard of anybody else do it to the point where you can't come. I yeah. would think the opposite. If you fucked a mattress, anything else would make you come pretty quick. Yeah, that's why this story makes no sense at all. He fucked himself up with how he masturbated as a kid. That's not how that works. And if you can't come, no. how big are your balls at this point? Well, <laughs> my guess is that not only is she bad at blowjobs, but she's not a good lay either. Okay. She's like, I'm with this guy who just never gets off. Like, well, <laughs> I don't know. It's not a great thing. Well, it's because of how he jerked off when I was a kid. Eh, probably not. That would probably go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be honest with yourself. You got to know and limp dick or I like the other one where she's like, can't come. That That's an easy nickname. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a, no, it's a fun nickname. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you guys didn't think much on that. Huh? I, I would hate to be known as the guy with stamina. Oh gosh, please don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell that's the other right. girls that <laughs> golly gee. Oh, fuck forever. Tony. No, don't call him. <laughs> I don't want him around here. Yeah, that'd be the worst. <laughs> Late, later out of the show, this gets brought up. Yeah, why didn't we talk about smegma dick in middle school? Um, it's hard enough to get freshman girls to fuck. The last thing they need to know about is smegma dick. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it on the DL, please. Uh, waking up, I can't wait for school today. We're learning about ricotta cheese in a guy's <laughs> fucking moment. Now, these girls are gross, and they love it. And I don't understand that whole thing where gross girls talk about gross they are, and they think that that's, like, endearing or funny. I should point out, Jamie Lee Simmons is a comedian. Have you heard of her before, Julie? Uh, is she based out of L.A. or I New York? I thought she was I out of Boston, but it also looks okay. like they're out of Miami. So I'm confused. Uh, she, looks, she looks pretty young, so I'm going to say I'm not familiar with her, uh, you know, her stand-up wise. Yeah, I don't know. It, I didn't know she did stand up. It didn't mention anything in it in any of the bio, really. Well, at one point, early on in the show, they go, We hope that we can build a bigger audience because we want to start doing live shows. Yeah. And it's funny because they go, and if we do live shows, then Jamie will do stand-up at the live shows. I'm like, well, okay, slow down here. I was already wasn't gonna buy a ticket. Now I'm <laughs> now I'm really turned <laughs> off by this. It sounds terrible. She does. We can host. She's like, I'll do five minutes. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, watch Give out. People what they want, huh? <laughs> Look, at I got, I got a tight two, but I could do five. If you need me to stretch it, yeah. If you need an hour, let me blow you. But if I'm going to do stand up, <laughs> I'll do five minutes. <laughs> All right. So this is what turned me off. This is pretty early out of the episode. 
whoa like have you ever just like bent over in a place and you're like i didn't even know i got hair there oh yeah and I, this has been there this patch of hair the whole time mm-hmm. on the top of my butt crack it's always the top of your butt crack it's always the top of your butt crack. or the side of your ankle that's <laughs> that's the spots for me that's gross side of the ankle what the hell does that mean apparently they have a very hard time shaving these girls because I've never come across that. No, the top of the butt crack, yeah, and she like, goes, "You bend over and you notice it. Like that's a weird thing too. That's really bending over. <laughs> yeah, right. You ever go like, down on yourself and notice how much hair you have in your asshole? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't no, honey, be... <laughs> wait, wait till you're 48. You're not even going to know the hairs in there. Somebody else has to tell you. It's fucking <laughs> yeah, sucks. That's a good point. Like at least you're the one to discover it. That's that's not the worst right. thing that can happen. Yeah, that is a nice takeaway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until this, because I think this is Emily again. She she um these girls seem like I don't know, they're pretty easy going. And so she talks about hooking up with a guy the the night before. <laughs> I definitely uh forgot to shave one toe. <laughs> so here we are. Wait, I was hooking up with a guy like yesterday. <laughs> And he looks over and he at my toe and I didn't realize I forgot to shave my toes. It's been like a day. It already grows back a full bush. And he just rubs his finger (laughs) over the big toe hair. That's violated. And he was like, didn't shave your toes. I was like, don't you dare try to humble me, sir. There is nothing worse than a man who calls out women when they don't shave. Like, mind your fucking business. You see, I shaved everything except for my toe. Don't call my toe out. Yeah. Um, that is our business. <laughs> I, so I don't like this idea that we're not allowed to say anything like, okay, so there's a giant ward on my dick. Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Just go down on it. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's how we feel about you not shaving. It's gross. I don't know what kind of guy she's with, but it would have to be a, a toupee amount of hair on a toe to get me to abort the mission. Okay? <laughs> I don't think she's saying that. I think he just called her out, which I'm, I'm giving him an air five on that one. Yeah. I wouldn't say a word. I'd be, I just <laughs> wait till I meet my friends and go, you wouldn't believe it. it looked like Mo from the three stooges down there. <laughs> and I bang the shit out of her. And that's the end of that story. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they talk a lot about sex and a lot about shaving and shit. And I got very upset because there was about to be a fun story here. And the other girl interrupts, by the way, you listen to this episode, Shuli. It's all over yeah. the place. It's it's, and here's the here's the sad part. Is for the first half, I was not stoned, and then I got stoned for the second half, and I'm like, this show makes a lot of sense. Okay, I'm like, no. <laughs> good. I'm I'm glad that was the the secret because I wasn't just yeah. going. Can you guys like string together two thoughts in a row or no? Okay, no. Okay, that's fine. It, I'll play a lot. Yeah, it was that scene from one of the Revenge of the Nerds sequels where they're like around the campfire getting high, and I think Ogre's like, "What if dog spells cat?" Yeah. And they're like, "Whoa!" Whoa. That, that's what the second half of the show was. <laughs> yeah, it's not very profound. Anyway, no. listen closely to this one because there's about to be a fun story to be told, and that gets interrupted immediately, and we never get back to it. We never get back to anything on this show. <laughs> I think it's easier for a girl to be honest in dating. Remember when I was catfish? Because so many guys lie and manipulate because, like, in reality, they, like, don't have much to offer. Remember when I was catfished? No! <laughs> when are they like going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> tell, tell me the catfish story. That sounds amazing. 
was like a car zooming by. Remember when I was catfish? <laughs> <laughs> Remember my most interesting story? She's no. like, I don't know if I could ever open up to a guy. Remember when I was attacked by <laughs> gone? And she just plowing. So they plow right through that, Julie, but they stop for this. I've been having crazy dreams like, oh, tell me one of your dreams. Well, I told you the dream about Brad Pitt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me about your dream now. This by story. the way. It's the only thing that goes on for like 10 minutes straight. Of it's course, just the dream story. Of course. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Brad Pitt was nowhere in this dream. It was at the very, very end. He made a cameo. Yeah, he made a cameo okay. at the end, yeah. She's watching a movie at the end of her dream with Brad Pitt. <laughs> she goes, tell her about your dream. She goes, oh, the Brad Pitt dream. As if it was her and Brad going across the country the entire fucking dream. Guy doesn't show up till the end. And I don't even believe it. Listen, I don't, I don't know how people dream. I know I dream. I don't even believe this fucking story because it goes on way too long and it follows the same plot for too long. Mm. She got tickets to a concert and then she flew up there and then the guy left that she saw her ex-boyfriend. Then they went to the concert. It's way too normal of a day. None of this is how any of this shit works. That's just a Saturday. Come on. (laughs) Any, Any stoner, any legit stoner will tell you you don't even remember your dreams in no. the morning i no. haven't i haven't had a dream in 27 years all right it's like clearly i go to bed stone <laughs> <laughs> i go to bed stone and i wake up and i go yeah i think everything was good i don't know nothing scared me i don't have a boner so it's all good yeah all good all right so this is the problem with the show I think his name's Jeff. Really? My name is Jeff. My name's Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> I think David does I'm that so, so well. High. Are you high? Yeah. They're talking like children. Yeah. Because they're this so stoned. Good. Yeah, that's a good bit right here. Yeah. I always like that when it's like, oh, we're going to get really stoned and talk gibberish to each other and giggle. Well, that's <laughs> not a show. No, that's a loophole. That's not right. a show. I can. How I can are you. you on a level of uh, uh, eighth to an ounce or to a pound? <laughs> yeah. How high are you? Yeah. So well, this is more of that. Up. This is more of that stoner talk that we all love so much. <laughs> so on, a, yum, yum. on a scale of one to ten, how high are you? Oh, um, like five, six, six. Oh, what about you? I think this is like an eight or nine. <laughs> this is like an eight, I guess, because if I'm going to do like a, a Jeter or like some sort of infused like pre-roll, that mm. shit gets me to the moon. But like this is higher that like just smoking the blunt didn't do it for me. I miss caviar. <laughs> <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That scene in The Simpsons where Marge is telling Homer he's the most impulsive person he's ever met, and he's like, "No, I'm not skis," and then he just walks out. <laughs> That's what this entire show is: is them really just having is. a random thought in their head and just yelling it out, and then yeah. the other one goes, "Oh, okay, sure." Remember we killed that <laughs> just a random shit. <laughs> um, all right. Then they get into, you know how I love when people just start breaking into song during their show and just start singing songs. Even better is when they start rapping and don't know the words. That's always yeah. fun. 
Okay. Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. gravity. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomiting or something already. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> and then, I don't have this clip, Shuli, but they're talking about Eminem, and the one woman is like, "Oh my god, that part in the movie where he bangs that chick by the dumpsters, like, oh, I, that got me so hot." She's like, "What movie?" It's like Eight, eight Mile. Uh, yeah. What movie do you think <laughs> yeah, of that documentary? Star Wars. What do you What do you think I'm talking about? And then it's like the other chick's world collapse. She goes, "You haven't seen Eight Mile? <laughs> yeah. What?" Like it's cuckoo's nest, you know? What? <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, this girl had a tough childhood, and she wasn't able to yeah. see that. We missed out on our childhood, so we're spending our adulthood trying to get it back. Yeah, there's a lot of people who do that. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, there are. They're called Chad Zumach. Anyone who blames their current state in life on their childhood is a loser. It's not true. Michael Jackson lived his childhood as an adult. <laughs> right. Yep, another good example. Or if there uh, actually are six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get into this conversation about sex trafficking. And this is the dumbest story I've ever heard in my life. I thought we were almost getting sex trafficked in L.A. because my car got marked. Oh, yeah. But we didn't. We didn't. But all of a sudden, one day, I walked out to my car, and there was white writing with, like, a window pen. And I was like, that was definitely not there. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. I usually yawn when I'm scared, too. But <laughs> what is, I digress. What does a marking on a window have to do with a sex trafficking? I, I don't know, but I want to know. I have a feeling these women think- sex traffic themselves. I don't think they need help with that. Yeah, what did it say? For a good time. <laughs> I said, you're in my parking spot. <laughs> yeah. You know, stop parking here. That's probably what it said. Or, well, either that. I don't or- think sex traffickers are like with an arrow going, take her on the window. <laughs> Obviously. Text me when you get back to your car. <laughs> <laughs> My assumption was that she's parked somewhere where you have a certain amount of time you can be there because the meter maids will go around and mark shit, and then they come back again to see if that car is still there. I don't know how that has anything to do with sex trafficking. Either I was going to get a parking ticket or we were going to get sex trafficked, but it was very scary. Either way. One or the other. One or the other. I mean, it would have been a shitty day. Yeah. (laughs) It would have been a day ruiner either way. Remember when parking enforcement tried to sex traffic us? You remember that? They're so corrupt there in LA. Oh my God. Yeah, Just... that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Just to earn a couple of dollars, I guess the parking people, sex traffic, women in LA. <laughs> All right, so this is a conversation I literally had with my friends when I was in high school. I mean, probably word for word. What if we took shrooms and just like watched Six Park? Six Park? What's it called? Six, <laughs> Six Flags, Emily. Six Flags. What if we just got high and went to Six Flags and just like looked? Yeah. That sounds dope. <laughs> Super dope. Yeah. Producer Chris, I just had an idea. Yeah. You want to eat mushrooms and then go somewhere? <laughs> it's never been done. Look, look at it. That's impossible. Don't do just look, just look at it. Just look at it. Sounds amazing. Cool. Wait, well, is yeah. it 70 bucks to get in? I'm there. <laughs> yeah. As long as there's a very pricey admission, I'm happy to hang out with you and eat mushrooms. 
Maybe she meant sex park. Yeah. Sex flags. <laughs> the listeners here are the real winners. Whenever I hear a show like this, I always think, do they have a lot of listeners? It seems like they kind of do. They said they were ranked number two in the stand-up category, which is a bullshit category. <laughs> That's how you get a high ranking is pick a category nobody else is in. Yeah, doughiest stand-up. <laughs> oh, she's not the stand-up. No, <laughs> she's not the stand-up, but someday. She gives terrible blowjobs. Yeah. Okay. There's bad blowjobs and bad stand-up. <laughs> They should rename the show. <laughs> Together at last. <laughs> uh, so this is a, a DM from a listener. Somebody DM'd us. Okay. And you saw it. But she said, it's interesting that you talk about, like, wanting to fuck dudes' dads. I actually had a guy ask me to suck his son's dick while fucking the dad. What would y'all's take on this be? Would you do it? <laughs> well, I... I said, I hope the son is <clears throat> of age. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a deal like, breaker. Because, that'd be weird. Like, if his son <laughs> was, breaker. like, 25. It was, like, a 40-year-old man. His son's, like, 25 or 26. Holy shit. Watch out, Howard Stern. We have new shock jocks on the air. Um, I like that the one is, like, that would be a deal breaker. And the other one goes, yeah, that would be weird. It's not a deal breaker. It would be weird. Yeah. That's like a 14-year-old with his dad sitting right yeah. there. That would be weird. <laughs> I'd have a couple more shots and then we can talk. Maybe. I also love their math. It's like, well, if the dad's 40 and the kid's 26, like, well, that's unlikely. <laughs> you know, the dad's 30 and his son's 27. Yeah, I, I would have a threesome with that. I'd be like, wait, wait, wait a second. It's not what this is at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> you not understanding the assignment. <laughs> so, again, like, whenever they talk about shit like this, it's just like, and then it's quickly to the next thing. And they start t- talking about um, guys who collect toys. So I hope, <laughs> I hope Vito's listening to yeah, this. Yeah, peg warmers. <laughs> like, you see all, like you see all of these grown men with like Marvel toy collections and like yeah. pop. What are those pop things? The Oh, the the heads? Yeah. I don't Popple? know. Yeah. No. What the fuck like are those the called? The heads, but like they're pop. Culture. Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Funko Pops. There we, we go. There. Yep, yep. Yeah. There's yes. like grown men with those. I dated one. So <laughs> my lips are so dry. Me too. <laughs> have you been having sex dreams or just like No, I never have sex dreams. She's talking about the wrong lips. She goes, My lips are dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sex dreams. <laughs> yeah, talking about all these guys collecting toys is drying me out. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That'll be that. But I left that non sequitur there at the end. Just to show you what this show is, because one woman will be talking about something, the other woman is not paying any attention at all, and will just say yeah. something fucking random about whatever is going on with her. It's, it's. I mean, that's the life and times of every stoner out there. But that's it, right? You which, know, which it's is just... why when you get stoned, sit in the movie theater quietly, or stay at home on the couch. Yes, let's not Ooh, get super high and start doing a fucking broadcast. Right. A broadcast high is like, you ever see video of like those traffic lights in like Indonesia or like Ethiopia? And it's like eight way traffic lights where just traffic's coming in diagonally. It's coming in straight, vertically, you know. And it's just like, how is no one dying in this? Somehow there is some sort of order. What you're saying is it's dangerous. It's dangerous. But with conversation while stoned like this, there's going to be a lot of accidents. A lot of people are going to get hurt, is Correct. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't like them making fun of guys who collect toys because, you know, some people like to have Pee Wee's Playhouse figurines 
in their living room. I, I think that's really cool. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I'm sure some guys have sold their collections for quite a lot of money, and they wouldn't mind sidling up to those guys, I'm sure. You know? Yeah, these girls don't seem like they have discerning taste just based on the ex-boyfriends that they're talking about in here. <laughs> yeah. So here's a, a question for everybody out there. Is it gross if women manspread? It's gross when you manspread, I think, is the answer. Let's, <laughs> let's find out what her friend thinks. Yeah, someone said that you were disgusting on a comment today. They were like, I don't like how she opens her legs sitting like that. I'm glad the commenters are giving proper feedback. That's good to know. It's like, I mean, it's like anything. If you're hot, you can get away with it. Doesn't matter. Right. Brad you know? Pitt's never been me too'd. There's, there's a reason for that, you know? Harvey Weinstein is, is the guy who's like, ah. I didn't like his that he came out to me, but yeah, us three didn't write the rules, ladies. We're just living in the world. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's all. That's all we know. Hey, this is odd. They're talking about how they liked YouTube like 15 years ago, and then maybe I'm stoned because they say my name for some reason. I wish yeah. we still lived in the the iconic like YouTube age of like 15 oh. years ago. Like, like let's get Greg. some shoes. Yeah, yeah. the muffins. Carl. Well, am I paranoid? What just happened? Why are they oh, talking about me? What did so, I do? I think you're high. I was so high, I answered him. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Carl. And then I'm like, oh, shit. He's I, I know, Carl. What do you, what do you want to know? Oh, you're not talking to me? All right, sorry. He said your name. I, I whipped around real fast. I was like, what? <laughs> that no. was weird. My problem with this show. Well, I have many problems with this show. One of them is that they have these ambitions. They want the show to get bigger. They want to have bigger guests. They want to do like the live shows like I talked about. They want to go on tour. But they don't want to put any work into it. In fact, they even ask the listeners to book the guests for them. This year, we really want to get incredible guests on. We want to make it super fun and funny and have it all prepped and prepared. So we need collaboration. If you know anyone who you think is super funny, like a, a comedian or anything in that genre who you'd want to see on DM us. Yeah. No, oh, <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> like, they're like, we want to put the best show possible out there. So do it for us, guys. Thanks. Yeah. So we'll see us, you guys next week. Oh, yeah, tell us how to, to pull that off. <laughs> right. Get to work, guys. Have a good one. Have a good weekend. Could you imagine being a guest on this show? And you're like trying to answer a question, and the one girl's like, I'm like a seven out of ten high right now. Like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Just trying to I'll go on here and talk about my sucking dick days. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but enough about yesterday. Let's <laughs> let's look to wow. the future now. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired, dog. What's up? Tough crowd. One of the things <laughs> I, I get very annoyed with, and it's, it seems like a generational thing, and call me out if that's not the case. Everybody wants to have autism for some reason. Like, that's a badge of honor to be autistic. And these girls are no different. Every day, m more and more things remind me I may have autism. I got, like, a tarot reading, and it was like... You're autistic, and that's fine. It is and fine. Was like, Wait, is that what a tarot reading does? <laughs> <laughs> You're retarded. Sorry. Uh, I see you on the spectrum. 
<laughs> what what other know. medical information am I going to get for my tarot reading? Yeah. Oh, it's bronchitis. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> shit. I, had a, I mean, it's been there for a while, so I was concerned. You're also ugly. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing diabetes. I don't know. For $40 more, I'll let you know if it's type 1 or type 2. All right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> a little hazy. Yeah, the spirits are asking for $20 more. <laughs> I got like a tarot reading, and it was like, you're autistic, and that's fine. It is and fine. It was like, you're now realizing as an adult, all of those times you thought you didn't fit in. It wasn't because, it was because you are weird. Like, it literally was like people realized and started picking up, like you weren't picking up on social cues. And you're <laughs> definitely like on the spectrum. And I was like, nice. I was like, I was like, damn, I was thinking about that. And I was like, how come I always feel like I'm not reading this situation right? Because you're stupid and lazy. <laughs> and you stink. <laughs> well, I don't know that for a fact, but I assume. But she's lazy. Come on. <laughs> I like that she goes, so I think I have autism. And the other girl goes, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got one. All right. My favorite is she goes, uh, I got a tarot reading. And they said, you're autistic and that's okay. Which is, it's better than you're autistic. Run! Go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't hey, look uh, back. You have autism. You might want to think about uh, <laughs> the, old, the old deep sleep, the old trip to Greenland. So I was shocked to find out that this girl with annoying vocal fry, who's super obnoxious, didn't have friends growing up. I feel like I never had like real friends. Like I was always like the odd one out in a group. Like I never felt like chosen to be someone's friend. I was always the last one thought I was just kind of there. And I was like, did I just like make myself there? Cause I didn't want to be alone. And then I'm like, these are the things that you realize about social cues. And I'm like, I was just weird. Yeah. You should stop. This that. is why you shouldn't get high with chicks. Like that's just my opinion, right there. Right. Like dudes, you know, they'll still fart on each other, and we'll just we'll want to watch something funny, and and then chicks want to fucking deep dive, man. They want to deep dive into shit. You know, don't open those boxes. Just fucking enjoy the high, laugh. That's it. Yeah, guys get will deep know. dive into like the the 2010 Yankees postseason. And why A Rod really fucked him over? They never should have resigned him. You're like, okay, I get it. I mean, maybe we're getting a little too high right now. But women start talking about they didn't have friends in high school, and you're like, oh shit, this is going to go on for a while, isn't it? Yeah. Instead of worrying about whether you were just some barnacle on the SS friendship, uh, why don't you deep dive into something called the Larry Sanders Show? Why don't you get into that? <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah, have HBO Max. Get to know a guy named Mel Brooks. How about you figure that dude out? What makes him tick? That's pretty funny. That's actually really good advice. If you find yourself babbling about nothing while stoned, put a movie on. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. A funny one. And watch a movie. Yes. Yes. It, when, at, when in doubt, arrested development. End of story. There fuck. you go. I'd rather watch Kadishek 2 than listen to these two women try to podcast. And that says a lot. I'm that sorry. That was too mean. You know what? Sometimes I'm mean on this show, Shuli. I crossed the line just now. That was too funny. Wait, what are you going to say next? They're a European vacation? Why don't oh, you kill whoa. these people? What's Damn. wrong with you, Carl? That's a rough. stupid pills. Now, <laughs> the last thing I want to play for you from this show, which I'll remind you if you're just tuning in, is Two Girls, One Blunt. This fucking sign-off. Holy <laughs> shit. These wow. women are so... 
proud of themselves. They love the sound of their shitty voice. They think everything they say and do is interesting and funny and exciting. And it is not. See you next Tuesday. Have a good one. You filthy fucking stoners. Why am I purring? (laughs) My tongue doesn't do that. Are these the social cues we're not? (laughs) Why is mine stop? (laughs) 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 Wait. Is your tongue going on the top of your mouth? Yeah. I don't think it's funny. I can't fucking take it. You're okay. You're okay. I hate this fucking show. You sound like a cat that shouldn't be a cat. It's a Miami cat. Okay, bye. Mental illness can literally drive you crazy. That was enraging. Dude, over the summer, they're ripping up the pavement in front of my apartment. Yeah. That was much more soothing. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I get to go to sleep. That. Totally. <laughs> Holy shit. I just figured out the blowjob thing. It, it, the guys want them to go along because they don't have to hear any of this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. No, no, yeah, no. Go, uh, keep keep going. There. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, keep yeah. going. You're going to fucking talk to me. <laughs> so a few more times over the horizon line. I'll get there. Keep going. So I have this as, um, you know, we like to have our, our little outros. Okay, bye. So I went ahead and uh, added that one to the board for us. Add it to the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, why not? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I want to show you this video that I stumbled across on Twitter. And um, Mm. I was really excited about whoever made this and mashed it up. And then I saw a note somewhere that Opie did this. I don't know if that's true or not. But if you guys haven't seen this, this is really funny. So it's Opie in his car podcasting, as we've uh, seen him do many times before. And there's someone outside of his car that's none too happy with uh, Greg Hughes at this time. It's about damn time. Come on, you know you secretly love the new Lizzo song, don't you? What's going on, everybody? (laughs) Welcome to my live stream from the car. It's alternate side of the street parking day. So, you know, for the next hour and a half, I sit here like a lump. And the street sweeper hasn't been on this street in weeks. I got the local I think that is the street sweeper. So I might have to just sit here for an hour and a half for no damn good reason, just so the city could catch people in, in uh, well, not in their cars, catch people. So I, I don't know. I think that might have come from Opie's Facebook group, but somebody posted that on Twitter, and I was laughing my ass off. He makes friends everywhere. That's right. 
it's, yeah. it's very well done. So I think that was spliced up, obviously, a video of a woman outside of someone's <laughs> car with Opie in his car. But who knows? Maybe he does need to pay her. I don't know. It's very possible. The original video of that is the dude could not be more calm in the front seat. Okay, so you've seen the original. Yeah, yeah. But that's done. I mean, that's fantastic. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, Shuli, I have a fun segment for us to do. But you know what? I'm going to invite our favorite potato to join us here today. (laughs) Love this potato. Cardiff, what's up, buddy? Hello, Carl. Hello, producer Chris. Hello. Mr. Shuley, very nice to meet you. Hello, sir. How are you? Pleasure. Oh, I didn't realize you? you guys hadn't met before. Uh, Cardiff, no, Shuley, no. Shuley, Cardiff. No? Thank you. No. This is awkward. Not familiar with his work. <laughs> yes. I know. We're all fans of each other. Let's try not to suck each other's dicks for too long here. <laughs> well, but if you have to do it properly. Today. Yes. Sorry. So I was talking recently about how there were two episodes of the special Sunday Stern show. Suddenly John was going to do this new show. You know, he was doing what's bugging me about Hollywood. He was doing his uh, beer on the balconies, doing his political show. And then he had this idea. It's like, I also have to do this show about the Stern. People can't get enough of him talking about the Stern show. Oh, I should point out. I was going to say this earlier. When you sign up for a Patreon or Supercast, I also put out these mini episodes. Whenever I go on the Drew and Mike show, I put out whatever my segment was on there. And I was on there yesterday, and we had a very fun segment about Howard Stern. He was talking about booking guests and throwing Gary under the bus. And it's actually really funny because it's right on the heels of us reviewing the Pelican Brief Mm -hmm. video I did with uh, Blind Mike. So it's kind of a peek into that world of uh, more how much shit Poor Baba Booey cats. They just does not deserve the poor guy. But by um, the way, Blind Mike and your guys' show uh, or these socials are great. Oh, thanks, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, I like Blind Mike. Blind yeah, Mike truly was saying it's fantastic. almost as good as subreddit surfing. I don't yeah, think he was no, saying that at all. <laughs> had we met, had we met before, yes. maybe I would have said that. So hold on, Carl. You're going to cover Stuttering John material in this segment. I am. Yeah. Are you okay with this, Shuli? He's stealing your bit. Sparking <laughs> 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 potato. Son of a shot's right. fire. All right, let's go. All right, so it starts off. I'm going to play it right after the music stops playing. And this is uh, just an amazing intro with John's got his What's Bugging Me About Hollywood background on this new show he's doing. Hey! <laughs> everybody welcome to the stuttering john's special sunday stern show and i just want to point out you could look at yourself before you hit the the button to go live yeah and his green screen's never centered in the back he has to move his camera around and his head's above the fucking screen if he wasn't such an idiot you'd say he's a comedic genius for <laughs> doing it this way. but there's just no explanation for it whatsoever every time sunday stern show and i don't have an intro yet i'm working on it i'm not as good of an editor as our next guest there's the link if you want to donate paypal.me slash john melendez inc why did i start doing this show it's very simple so many people friends 
you know, family member. Everybody says, John, we love your political shows. <laughs> By the way, I want to point out, so many people are telling me how much they love my political shows. You know, friends, family members. What about fans? No. no. <laughs> one group you left out. Fans. <laughs> yeah. No, no one's yeah. telling you that. Just people that feel sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. Two out of his three moderators enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, family member. Everybody says, John, we love your political shows, but but we love when you talk about the old stories from the great, the greatest era of the Howard Stern show, in my opinion. Because we've never heard him. <laughs> Finally. It. Finally, John's going to open up. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to turn book tell all. <laughs> Shitting on everybody. But no, now we need this show. <laughs> In case you missed his, in case you missed his epic uh, seven-part series about the Stern Show entitled "What Bugs Me About Hollywood," you'll be able <laughs> to pick it up here. So, his first guest on this new show is none other than the dynamic Scott Salem. I don't know if he learned this from Howard, but Scott is ratings gold. You want a microphone in front of his face as often as possible because it's just so interesting and compelling. Now, in this clip here where he's talking to Scott, because Scott's a Mets fan and John's a Yankees fan, mm. notice how distracted John is by the chat. He's constantly reading shit on the screen. Let's now, Mets. your Mets, <laughs> I, I have a bet with you, as you know, Stein. Yeah. I have a bet with Stein. Uh... Uh, you know, about, um, you know, who, who has the better record Yankees or Mets at a, at a five-star restaurant. Uh And for a while, Stein was like, well, John, I'll just take you out. Now everything changed, Scott. Gone. It's all, (laughs) it's a, it's a new life. All right. The Mets ended with 101 wins. The Yankees 99. So John lost that bet. We now this is from August second or August twenty first of twenty twenty two. We now we're in the future. We know he lost that bet. A five star restaurant. Does he mean a Michelin five star restaurant? There's no way John's paying no. for that meal. No, I think he means five stars on Yelp. Yeah, that's I what think. I'm thinking too. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. five out of ten stars. <laughs> yeah. He might have meant saver. five guys. Yeah, five five yeah. guys. <laughs> five stars. Five guys. You, you know what's the difference? <laughs> You know what I meant, Scott. <clears throat> so you saw how distracted he was, and he couldn't form the sentence he was trying to form because he's reading at the same time. Imagine if he had a real show with an earpiece in, with producers talking to him. Because if you watch any actual talk show on TV, they have an earpiece in with producers talking to him, and they have to keep their cool and continue to read the script as they go. Jump like, what? what? Fuck off! <laughs> Stop the hammering! Yeah. <laughs> Why is he so close to the camera? <laughs> well, John, take another chug of like, beer right now with your pinky out. He's actually in a different room. That's just how fat he got. <laughs> it looks like he's close to the camera. All right. So we're going to talk about the best era of the Howard Stern show. Like I'll say, I don't know what your opinion is. So I'm interested to hearing it. I thought like the the best era of the Stern show it was era. Era. By era. Errors and things the Yankees make. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. uh, Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll fail. You guys will fail. All right. What would you say is the best era in the? um... I think they both have it wrong. Right? Is it era the correct? Yeah, that's pronunciation. Like era. 
I, I mean, I guess maybe that's right too. I mean, if you're going to nitpick Stuttering Jack, we'll be here a long time. Yeah. Like <laughs> We're not going to get to anything. Era. Yeah. Because I would say it it is that it is the time. Like, like I was there during um, I was there during the time of Jackie and I was the time during the time of Artie. And I think exactly. that was like that was the best. Like that was the golden era. Did someone ask when the golden era was? No, of course no. not. Era. <laughs> First of all, no one asked. Second of all, he doesn't have the balls to say when I was there, it was the best time for the Stern show. He's just saying, I was there for Jackie. I was there for Artie. Those were the best era eras of the Stern show. <laughs> it's, bi- it's bizarre because, right, because when you think about the eras, you could say Billy West, you could say, you know, Jackie after Billy left, even though they were both together on the show for a while there. And then obviously the next would be when they had Artie, but John's going, you know, that era when it was Billy, Jackie, and then Artie, that era. Well, well yeah, it's like most of Stern's history. It's most of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Hard to argue I'm going to go out on a limb and say that was some of the best stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Wow. You know what the best part of the Stern show was? Most of it. Well, okay. <laughs> Can't argue with that. And then listen to the leading the witness here when he's asking uh, Scott questions. Um, I tell you, Scott, sometimes I go back because everyone posts so much stuff from that golden age. And how many, like, I want, you know, it's, it's like you don't watch, you just kind of listen to. But I was listening to one where I told Ganji to give you the interviews. Ganji just put them on your desk. And then went to sleep, didn't give you any direction. And then Gary then threw you under the bus saying you take too long to edit. And then you had to come in and argue with Gary. And But that was always Baba Boo. He would always, you know, and you don't have to talk if you're not allowed, but he he, he would always blame somebody else for his own mistake, always. (laughs) Wasn't Gary an asshole? Now you go. First of all, like the worst storyteller ever. Yeah, like, no like shit. the whole story sucked. And <laughs> and then and Scott's the person involved in it, and he's not letting him talk. And then at one point he goes, "I, I don't know if you want to if you can talk about this or not. I can if you shut the fuck up and let me talk." Yeah, and Scott literally says that he goes, "There's nothing I can't talk about." John, yeah. John keeps saying, like, I'm not sure what you're allowed to talk about. And Scott keeps going, I can talk about whatever I want. <laughs> it's a free country, of course. I can talk about whatever. And I love that John's talking about going back and listening to old episodes that he was on. Meanwhile, he's the reason why Howard 101 doesn't play anything with Suttering John on it anymore. If you loved it so much, you probably shouldn't have sued the company to make yeah. sure they would yeah. never play it ever again, you idiot. I think someone, when he was working uh, for Stern, said to John, just don't talk. And he thinks that that was said to everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not allowed to talk because I'm not. Yeah, it's a rule, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, of course, because John's an asshole, mm-hmm. he has to talk about his favorite moments with Scott losing his cool. Losing now, his now who's leading the witness? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait for it on this question. My favorite Scott breakdown. Well, there were two. There's a lot. Uh, too many. <laughs> uh, is is uh, is the one that you said? Um, uh, <laughs> He's really well prepared for this one, as usual. <laughs> yeah, 
And you want me to pay you, John, for what? <laughs> that? Are we playing to catch a dabbler here? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds what like it. John say next. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Durr. Durr. <laughs> next. <laughs> All right. So now John's going to bring up two embarrassing moments of when Scott went off the rails and then ask him if he regrets that behavior. Because <laughs> that's what people want to do. They want to be interviewed by a guy who's like, remember that time at work mm-hmm. that you totally lost your cool yeah. and you were a real fucking problem that day? Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> do you ever look back and go, man, I probably shouldn't have got that angry there? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> we should talk about this, too, because Scott and John did not have a good relationship on the show. They hated each other. I mean, especially Scott it's- hated John. It's so funny you bring this up because, you know, Scott was a guy I reached out to after I left the show and was doing my own thing. And I, and I had an idea to do like to have him on to do like a block party recap thing yeah, and yeah. just go over some stories and some stuff. And, you know, we talked and we were fine. And he was like, yeah, at the moment, I'm, I'm not doing any podcast. I'm like, OK. And then I would see him pop on John's thing and I'd be like, I know I know how he feels about John. Like, I know they have a history, and it ain't good. Well, you could see it on his face during these questions. It's like, you know he wants to be like, John, let's talk about this embarrassing shit that you did. Why are we just talking about the times that I was embarrassed? I mean, I guarantee you, in the short time that I work with Scott versus the time that John worked with him, I made Scott more money personally than John ever did. That I can guarantee you. Wow. You know, based on the block party alone. I disagree because John takes credit for Scott making $30,000 for the push-up challenge. <laughs> I didn't even pull uh, that because we played it too many times. But John's like, and that was all me who made that happen. <laughs> Such a prick. He really is. He really is amazing. All right. So let's talk about Scott's favorite years. This is one of the dumbest things that John says right here. No, I know. But it, 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 like, I don't know. I mean, do <laughs> I, I'm sure you're allowed to say, uh, you know, it, you know what your favorite years were. No, he can't say numbers. Could you imagine an NDA that's just like the one thing you can't talk about yeah. were your favorite years on the show? Ixnay. Yeah. The ears yay. Told you not to bring that up, John. I want to talk the about it. Holy shit. The only way that would make sense is if he signed an NDA. Then the only thing was, don't ever go on Stuttering John's show. Then you can't answer anything. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Letters. Then you, yeah. Then you go. <laughs> but, but again, this is right after Scott says, I can talk about whatever I want. And then John goes, I'm not sure if you're allowed to say this. What were your favorite years on the show? <laughs> <laughs> and then Scott, because he's Scott, goes on to say that the best years were from 1987 to the early 2000s, which again, it's a very big, broad range of time. Yeah. With a lot of changes that happened over that amount of time. Scott, I'm going to ask you a question, and I hope they don't break down your door and come and get you, but what was your favorite bit? Oh, look, can you answer that? Are you okay to answer that? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the Howard Secret Service is at his door. Oh, shit. Yeah. Tell me. Don't um, worry, Scott. I have pro bono attorneys on retainer. <laughs> I'll help you. So this is again talking about there's a there's a, a super chatter who wants to know about if they're keeping in touch with Ronnie and listen to the way that John answers this. Um Josh Coffee has a question. Uh thanks for the two bucks. 
you guys keep in touch with Ronnie Scores, man. You know, I'm not, I don't want to get Ronnie in any trouble. So I'm going to say no comment because I don't know what the rule is over there, you know, and I don't want to get anyone in trouble. I don't know rules either. I don't know. I don't know. Are there rules? I don't know. I didn't have any rules. There's, there's not rules with talking to people, Sean. That's just not, in it's his not a mind. thing. I know. But in his mind, he's so important that the board, the, the whole serious board got together and put out an edict to stay away from this guy. If I catch anyone texting with stuttering John Melendez, that's your job. You're done. Well, now, remember, at this time, John was convinced that Gary watches every episode and reports back to Howard. Right. And yes. so what John just implied was that he does talk to Ronnie because I don't want to get him in trouble. I don't know what the rules are, which would imply he is talking to him because if he's not, then he'd be like, no, I don't talk to Ronnie anymore. And then we found out, fast forward a couple months, because I just played this on the show, Doug Goodsteed and him are talking. He goes, yeah, Ronnie doesn't respond to me anymore. I don't talk to him anymore. So he implied that he's talking to Ronnie, and he's not. I was going to say, I talk to Ronnie still. He loves the Uncle Rico show, and he does not talk to John. Oh, I so, bet he does. The story. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet he does. So a lot of uh, stern guys who are enjoying the Uncle Rico show. Yeah. Which is which is hilarious, John. With his, let's, I don't know if you're allowed to say this or not, but have you texted with Ronnie the limo driver? Scott's like, of course I can say whether I did or not. I we mean, talk the, all the time. The answer for Scott is no, just because like no one wants to be Scott's friend, but it's not because there's right. rules from Sirius XM. <laughs> Shuey, I know you got to run. I'm going to um, I want to play one more clip here because because this is insane to me. Now we remember. 9-11. You're supposed to remember that date in this country. It was 2001. Suttering sure John left the Howard Stern show in 2004. Okay? So I'm going to do the quick math in my head. Oh, he was still on the show at the time. John was there. In fact, he was in the studio in the first plane at the building. I remember this I happening. Believe he was one of the, I believe he was one of the first few to leave the building, too. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, yeah. So yeah. Let's listen to this, because... He gets a question from a listener, and he's dumbfounded by this. Show me one, Scott. Scott went bowling on 9-11. Is that true? I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> well, I tried to. Nobody called me. So I, I had Robin. You remember that. I had Robin. I took Robin home oh, on from... 9-11. Oh, really? Where were you? Yeah. Where, where were you, John? So... I just want to point out, because I'm a Stern fan, that was one of the most famous broadcasts Howard's ever done, was 9-11. They went until well afternoon, and mm -hmm. he was reporting everything as it was happening, and I was glued to the radio that day, as many people were. Like All of the mm -hmm. fans know this, that Scott brought Robin home, and that he tried to go bowling, and, and all these things. And John's like, I didn't know any of this stuff. Like Then why are you pretending to be an insider? Because I know right. this stuff. I, just from being a listener. Robin riding with Scott in his car and her getting dropped off at the mall was almost as intriguing as 9-11 itself. <laughs> yeah. The next day they as came the in and like, all right, enough about Osama bin Laden. So wait, where did you leave Robin? And then what happened? <laughs> yeah. You were in his car, Robin. What did it smell like? He had bowling balls in his car. Like it was amazing. Correct. And suddenly John's going, Wait, you tried to go bowling? And of course, that's going to embarrass Scott. And John's not even picking up on these social cues. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you went bowling? And Scott's like, yeah, I tried to go bowling on 9-11. It's just, you know, in hindsight. What's your average? <laughs>
<laughs> and this was on uh, Stern Show? <clears throat> What's your average during terrorist attacks? <laughs> <laughs> How many strikes? <laughs> I try to keep up with the terrorists with my strikes. All right. Hey, Shuli, I want to thank you so much for stopping by because we are promoting DabbleCon. Yes. The Uncle Rico Show and Who Are These Podcasts will both be uh, live podcasting in front of a live audience at the Comedy Club on Saturday at 2 p.m. It's February 4th, WATPlive.com for tickets. And, um, of course, you are running the whole Shuli Network. Yes, we are uh, growing one show at a time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This network is just getting bigger and better. we got a lot of things coming. And uh, thank you to everybody for the support, and, and thanks to you guys, man. I mean, uh, you guys really got the ball rolling for uh, – for all of this. So uh, I appreciate it. Love you guys. I'm excited for Rochester. It's going to be uh, an epic two days. And the fact that, listen, I've always said it. The fact that we sold 10 tickets for this dumb idea would have been a victory. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I know you admit you only sold 10 tickets. <laughs> we sold 12, Cardiff. <laughs> yeah. The fact that we sold more makes it even more insane. So Setting I'm expectations low. Shuli, yeah. I, I want to tell you something. So, Originally, when you came on the show, you didn't want to talk about Stuttering John. In fact, yeah. I had a phone call with you ahead of time just to see, because I know you know these people were goofing on. And you went, no, no, I'm taking the high road on that. And eventually, John did enough. He pushed enough buttons that you're like, okay, fuck this guy. Gloves are off. Let's go. I ding, am excited ding. to tell you, there is another extern staffer who reached out to me this week who has never talked shit about Stuttering John, who said... I'm in. Let's go. Do so, I know this? Oh, oh, you definitely do, my friend. Oh, so, boy. All right. I can't wait. Baba booey. Could you imagine? Uh, Baba booey's numbers would put us all to shame. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. The, story. the stories those, te those teeth can tell. Um, oh, all right, boys. I got to go do Uncle Rico. Uh, Mr. Shuley is my thing early on in the show. No, no, no. We'll wait for you. We'll right. wait. For I'll you. hang out here for. I'll hang out with these losers for a while. You got it, pal. Holy shit! I was about to lose everybody. To yeah. that Uncle Rico show. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> it's messed up, man. Not cool. All right. We have to give away DabbleCon VIP passes. Yes, I heard that they're giving away some VIP passes that people couldn't use. So, um, uh, all right. This is a quick thing about uh, Artie Lang because Scott was on the Stern show when Artie had his um, addiction problems, mm -hmm. we'll say. And John wasn't. But it doesn't mean that John wasn't there to save the day, because he certainly was. Artie, you know, I, I, I was... I was Artie meltdowns, yes. I was yeah, I, so I didn't know any of that stuff. I, you know, I heard it. I talked to Artie. I called him after I heard it. And I said, Artie, please don't use, don't use. And he promised me he wouldn't, but then we saw where that went. He, wow. didn't, he didn't listen at all. I know. I can't believe he's not a uh, AA counselor. Yeah, or an AA counselor. It's amazing. I, I go, don't, dude, don't. Seriously, don't. Oh, don't use. Don't, don't. Use. I just heard use. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm bad. Fuck. All right, I'll try and remember. <laughs> John, John's probably wasted. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, Artie, listen, man. Uh, you want to get a beer sometime, but also. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do drugs. <laughs> Losers do drugs. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to talk about Tom Giassano. Now, John is not a fan no. of Tom Giassano. You know who is a fan of Tom Giassano? 
this guy. Mm. Fucking love Tom Giusano. So this is going to get a uh, a huge laugh out of John that's wildly inappropriate and unnecessary. What were your thoughts on Tom Giusano? Who? <laughs> and, of course, I played that clip so I'd have a nice thumbnail for the YouTube video. It's <laughs> always, awesome. always uh, nice to have. Always thinking. It's always nice to have a pale Slimer <laughs> in your, uh, your thumbnail. This is why Tom Giussano is the man. It's been said by our boy Muttering Jay that Tom is the original dabbler. This is why. I remember once, Scott, I don't know if I ever told you this. I asked Tom for a raise, and he, you know, he had cancer. Remember when he had yeah. cancer? Yes, I know. And I asked him for 50000 a year. And, Scott, this is when I was Why did he raise years. his arm for cancer? And what? <laughs> it's a good question. Maybe he just had to scratch his armpit. He does have some itchy things going on. And I asked him for 50000 a year. And, Scott, this is when I was there for 10 years. And What? You, yes. you asked for that much? You yes. fucking kidding me. <laughs> so I asked him. Oh, man. I asked him for 50 grand a year. I think I was making like 40. I think I was making 42,000. And and I asked him for 50,000 a year, and he went, John, I'll die of cancer before I pay you 50,000 a year. And he almost did. But here's a guy. This is where I don't get it, John, uh, Scott, because I because. Because I've, I don't think I've ever told you this, even in private. He he was so superstitious that he he like he made a deal with God that if he didn't die of cancer, he wouldn't ever masturbate again. I don't know if you remember this. No. Oh, this was all on the air. That might but have been, then, but I you know. But I, yeah, but then when it came to paying me, he. He was willing to jinx himself, you know, and say that so he could save the company $8,000 a year. He wasn't jinxing himself. He literally would rather die from cancer than to give John what he wanted. He doesn't even care about saving the company $8,000. It's a big company. He just he did would not... rather give eight thousand dollars to cancer. Yes, he'd rather John. hand over to cancer. Be like, multiply faster. <laughs> How much money do you need? Then to give John what he wanted, that's how much he despised John. That's the thing that John's not understanding here. When Tom G. Sound was like, fuck you, I'll never give you what you want. It's because he saw him as a no-talent hack that he is. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Also, John was quite a dick to Tom. <laughs> he was constantly harassing him and being a douche and being obnoxious to him. And, he's just like, and then the guy wouldn't even fucking give me what I wanted. Like, yeah, well, it's kind of how that works, John. Sorry. Long live Tom Giussano. That's all I have to say. All right. Here's uh, one last clip that I wanted to play. And this is another question that comes in from the Super Chats about Scott Salem at the holiday party. And this is going back to uh, 2021 Mm -hmm. because this is 2022 that this happened at. Yeah. Jules, David, thanks for two bucks. Uh, Can you tell us what happened at the last holiday party? Yeah, they would serve liquor and they served food, nice food, very nice. And we had a great time. Uh, Sancy Kemtrup, thanks for the seven bucks. Good stuff. Yeah, John's such a moron, he doesn't realize that that holiday party was when Scott's new girlfriend 
was taking photos of Howard and then Marcy Turk came over and said, you can't do that. And they got into like a whole argument and then Scott lost his job after that. So the, the question was very much leading into what could have been an interesting story. Scott doesn't want to talk about it. Look how pissed he is too. See that look in his eye like you motherfucker. I'm not talking about that shit. And uh, John just is oblivious, like, oh, yeah, that was a good food. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for the $2, Jules. <laughs> and doesn't idiot. he have COPD? Yes. And he's hammering that vape? Well, I think I think vapes are good for you, right? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Especially it is. Especially for COPD. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. All right. Real quick, hang with us, Cardiff, because... Okay. It's time to mock Zumok. I just have a couple of quick clips that came in from our buddy Jackie Marlowe sending me in clips from, first off, Misery Loves Company. You know I love when uh, the guys over there, Kevin Brennan and Bob Levy, I'll goof on Chad Zumach. And uh, mm-hmm. this is Chad declaring that he's the most hated guy in comedy. From tour. Listen, I shit on people. You like to do, huh? I'm the most no, hated guy in comedy. You think huh? I kiss up the people? I'm shitting on Burt and Steve Byrne. That's a lie. You're not even in comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. kidding. You say you set yourself up. Yeah. You say, okay. Next weekend, Friday, Saturday, four shows. Well. Cocoa Beach, Gregory's Comedy Club. Come see me, headliner. Get your tickets now. And if you don't, I don't give a fuck. If it's half full, I don't give a fuck. I'm getting paid regardless. It's not a door deal. Not don't. You know what? Why don't you? come. Don't come. Don't why you acting like why you acting like you're tough? You're just kissing up to Sam Morell. Yeah, but I shit on Steve Byrne and fucking uh, Burt Kreischer, the biggest. You didn't sub- shit on Steve Byrne. I, yeah, I, I he sucks. I don't like him. I think he's a phony. He's a Hollywood suck up. He's a frat boy. How about that? How about that? No, you what, just don't like him because he's from he's from your area. No, because he was a cocksucker to me growing up. And he never helped me in comedy. And I'm from the same area. You're right. So fuck Steve Did Burn. you guys go to the same school? Same college. And he was an asshole to me when I was younger. And I never forgot but that. You guys so. went- this is a guy who keeps score, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Like uh, Steve Buscemi <laughs> in that Adam Sandler movie. Like he has got everyone's name written down. The co- you were in the same. He's going to hate you in 30 years, Carl. <laughs> oh, I know. Watch out. <laughs> Carl did nothing to help my career. <laughs> Martin scoring off me. That is it. Still, what did he do to you? What he beat you? How, how are you? <laughs> what do you? It was like Porky's or something. Wait, how was he mean to you in college? What do you? What did he gave you a wedgie? <laughs> well, no, no, he wasn't mean in college. He was dismissive. And then when I started comedy, he didn't. But how like, were you hanging dismissive. around with him in college? Isn't it a big college? Yeah, we had mutual friend Ryan Dalton. They were in the same uh, frat, and I went to high school uh, and junior high school with them. Oh, they were literally in the same frat together. And they were best friends. That's why Ryan got into comedy. Steve Byrne moved to New York, got a job at Caroline's, and then he became a New York comic, and he got arrogant. And he never tried to help me out. And then fast forward, I get that radio show in Cleveland. We're number one. He's doing a tour for Sullivan and Son, his piece of shit sitcom. That on, a, on, a, on a tour bus? No, no tour bus. And I, he's so nice to me because he's getting all the plugs. And as soon as I get fired, he was a fucking cocksucker to me again. So Steve Burke can suck a dick. And guess what? Sam Rose on a tour bus. Rack me. Yeah, but, but you act like you don't care. But you do care. You're kissing Sam Morell's ass. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is Chad likes to play this game like he doesn't care, but he gets mm-hmm. so worked up about this shit that he obviously cares a lot. Yeah. When he was doing the whole off the rails thing, like, don't even come to my show. I'm sure the club would love to see that yeah. footage of him telling people not to come to his show. I hope nobody even comes. Oh, Chad, reverse psychology, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, except for nobody came. So. Yeah. Whoops. Because <laughs> they were listening to you there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This is 
from Chad's show, Sit Down Zumach, with the dynamic Tyler. Oh, <laughs> yeah. jacked up. Yeah, so let's see. I guess he's talking about me here. This is the most recent episode just like came out. Like I always out. said, if Jim Norton said I wasn't funny or if some, if like Jim Brewer said I wasn't funny, that's going to hurt. But if some, They wouldn't tell you that. That's the thing, Chad, is that Jim Norton doesn't watch other comics, so he would definitely never tell you that. And Jim Brewer's a nice guy. <laughs> said if jim norton said i wasn't funny or if some if like jim brewer said i wasn't funny that's gonna hurt but if some fucking loser who has a day job that lives in uh rochester says i or cincinnati says i'm not funny then i'm like that's not good my day job is podcasting <laughs> i mean i don't want to repeat but you myself are in rochester. But that is true he's got me there why does he keep talking about a nobody like you i don't know it's weird yeah. right he even calls me out by name yeah bizarre strange all right well, let's find out i'm going to keep this playing because things are going to change all right i know we've been saying this for months but i think this time he means it yeah well i mean more power to them you know i feel like it's helping this out over here so we're killing it son yeah. i mean it's it couldn't be going any better by the way thank you so much to everyone tuning into our first live stream this is a slow build yeah we're like figuring it out as we're going we got so much stuff coming. We got we got sponsors. Uh, Tyler and I, we were talking about it behind the scenes. This is our first live stream. We're going to do some new stuff with the Patreon. Everything's new, and it's a work in progress. So for people on the Patreon, if you want to sign up for as little as $3, stay with us. It's He's so bad at hyping his own stuff. I know. His first thing was, we have sponsors. That's what everybody wants to hear. Oh, good. It's going to be ad reads. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Where's the mic stand, Chad? <laughs> I know. That's that's the one thing that probably should have been shipped by now. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking mic stand. Hold on. He's going to tell us. He's, he's, he's investing in this. Okay. It's coming. We're working at it. We're putting money into it. New mic, new office, ads, everything. It's all coming <laughs> brick by brick. Again, I don't have Tim Dillon numbers. I don't have an influencer like You don't have WATP numbers. Let's not jump to Tim Dillon now. Jesus Christ. One of the biggest podcasters in the world. He's like, look, and I might not be Tim Dillon. Dude, you're not radio gunk. <laughs> Who are you fucking kidding? Joe Rogan. But I'm working on it. And that's all you can do. I said I've been awoken since November. I am awoken. Thank you so much. Forgive me the motivation I wanted and I deserved because I was almost in retirement in my mind. I was just going to be a shit Florida comic, but now I'm like, you know what? Let me take on the internet. All you fucking nerds, all you losers who spend all day on Reddit and chat rooms and uploading and editing and making memes. Well, let me do it. Let me try. I want to be a nerd now, and I want to fight you since you won't do it physically in person, <laughs> since you will ban me from Content House, since you will ban me from Orlando, since you will ban me from uh, StutCon Fest, Tuttering John, which jumped the shark. I want to Oof. talk about all of this. You are not banned, Chad. Yeah. If you can afford it, please come to DabbleCon and StutJohnCon. But yes. even yes. if you she weren't invited, even if you weren't invited, that's not the same as being banned. I just want to point that out. Correct. Yes. I don't give personal invitations to every single individual. Right. Everyone's welcome to come to the show. It's oh, I was fun. banned from your dinner tonight? <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, yeah, you are. Yes. <laughs> You're a problem. All right. That's a bad example. I like that he says, look, at, I was just going to throw in the towel back in November. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be a shitty comic in Florida. Just go away. <laughs> but then you guys told me I was a shitty comic in Florida. And so now I'm motivated to prove you wrong. How do you go about retiring from nothing? I don't know. That's a mm. good question. 
Yeah. Because I talk to get out, they pull him back in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Poor guy. Just wants to retire, get out of the business. <laughs> the business of laughter. <laughs> okay. Yes. So as we know, Chad's been talking about, as he was just there, that he is going to become a YouTuber now. He's investing in it. He has never tried that before, but now he's going to try it. He's going to be awesome at it. He's always winning. He wants you to bet against him. He's going to prove that you're wrong. But he also says this about uh, YouTube, which is odd. You know. Well, they said they were two of the greatest broadcasters on YouTube, which is interesting because that's kind of kind of gay. Uh, it means they couldn't get in radio. So, All right, Cardiff, let me ask you this. <laughs> yes, you're gay. Do you think? <laughs> do you think that people are trying to get a gig on radio yeah. these days, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, didn't get the gig on radio. I guess I have to fall back to YouTube. <sighs> no one's heard of this YouTube. I don't think so. No, I think it might be the other way around. Yeah, I think so yes. too. I think YouTube might be the biggest broadcast channel in the history of the world. But okay, up and coming. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna get there someday for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if that's a cooler thing. Because, you know, they grew up loving radio and wanting to be O&A, and it never happened. You know, Carl, you know, he was just an uh, O&A uh, ball washer who stole Jocktober. Then you got Steel Toe, who was in the 200th market in Minnesota, because anybody could be on radio in Minnesota or Idaho or wherever the fuck he was from. Or oh, It's like... Now I forgot where Steel Toe's from again. What He's a strange flex. Move. Yeah. And anyone could be on radio, so... Oh, of course. Anyone could have a morning show. So any loser could be on radio. Yeah, because okay. he was on radio. Oh yeah, huh. he, he does make a he does make a good point. When you were a young boy, you never idolized any YouTubers. It was all radio. That's true. Yeah, that's oh. true. I was I was a ball wicker. Is that what he said? Uh, washer, mm-hmm. ball washer. Yeah. It's it's embarrassing, and he was selling ads to be on the radio. So they had to go to YouTube. They had to go to the Twitch route. They had to go this route, and. The way for them to make it is they become allies with each other. Wait, why are you on YouTube right now, Chad? Didn't you fail at radio? Huh. I'm confused. So they had to. We had to. But he is doing this by choice? I wish Tyler would ask him this right fucking now. Dude, Tyler's, a, Tyler's a zilch. He'll never say anything interesting ever. And that's why Chad has him on the show. Because compared to Tyler, Chad's a dynamic personality. He's got charisma compared to Tyler. Yeah. Who's just, oh, just We're killing it, son. <laughs> and they all Winning. circled the wagons around Chrissy Mayer, Frank, and Kumia, mm-hmm. and they form an alliance. So they try mm-hmm. to make other people look like the bad guys. You're not following online right now, but Frank is under attack because people are done with these two because they are manipulators. They try to control the narrative, and there's people on – line right now and he's sliding to their dm saying why are you talking shit about chrissy take this down meanwhile they're doing everything in their power to go against people that go against all these people tyler your thoughts are you following this closely nope nope not, not even for a little bit it's great uh great podcasting thanks tyler dynamite drop it yet, yet again my friend always killing it go <laughs> How many months is it going to take for Tyler to be like, all right, yeah, actually, I did look into this. I did decide to look this up on my own. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, again, Chad, very repetitive. He's talking Mm -hmm. about a narrative. He's talking about Frank Pellegrino. How do you pronounce it? (laughs) Pellegrino, yes. Pellegrino. 
is uh, of or course. Pellegrino. Yeah, both are acceptable. Frank Pellegrino. I don't know about you, Cardiff, but I'm getting DMs from him every day telling me who to make fun just, of and how to make fun of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got one now threatening me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who does Chad think is falling for this? Is what I'd love to know. Like the, the whole world is decided we're all going to go against Chad and create this narrative that doesn't exist, except for the fact that I play the clips of you on my show. We, we're not setting a narrative. This is exactly what you're saying and how you're saying it, you idiot. All right, one more clip out here. More narrative talk. <laughs> So I don't do that, and they don't like it because I don't go along with the narrative, Tyler. And I don't give a fuck. Like Carl and Rochester, he's a fucking dork. He mm-hmm. looks like a dork. Mm-hmm. He grew up sucking mm-hmm. off Kumia. He has a Rochester mm-hmm. two as a woman. His wife is a no. two, a Rochester two. No. That is the worst thing you could ever say about a woman, ever. That is the na- I should be deplatformed right now. <laughs> For what I just said about a lady is the nastiest thing you could ever say. I hope he milks this joke a little bit longer. Let's see. First of all, that's not the worst thing you could say about a woman, but she is definitely not a Rochester two. You what? you are the two in the relationship. That's Thank for you, sure. Cardiff. You're the yeah. best, buddy. Uh, what's the worst thing you can say about a, a woman, then, Cardiff? What's your take on that? Cunt. Fucking dork. <laughs> he looks like a dork. He grew up sucking off Kumia. He has a Rochester two as a woman. His wife is a two, a Rochester two. That is the worst thing you could ever say about a woman, ever. That is the na- I should be deplatformed right now for what I just said about a lady is the nastiest thing you could ever say. You could say any think about any terrible thing about a woman. I just said Rochester too. Shame on me. My parents raised me better. Why would I call a woman I never met a Rochester too? Shame on me. You're rude. It's gonna get funny. Like again. even any, Rochester any one would be worse than that. So is that kind of? Wouldn't Rochester one be worse? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're not getting this joke, obviously. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think anybody is. But I, I tuned out as soon as he started insulting Jenny Jingles. Yes, correct. But, hey, listen, Chad, if, if you want to come to DabbleCon and repeat that joke 80 more times and talk about the narrative, I don't know what else you do. I mean, I know there's a Walmart and Dale Mabry that's really interesting, but holy mm. shit, this guy is a broken record. He's so boring. He's so boring. Chad, tell a joke. Yeah, go ahead and be entertaining and funny for a minute. Just to, you know, just to show us that you could do that. Just as a goof. Fuck. Any any reason whatsoever. He, he could be saving it for the stage, Carl. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. This is where Cardiff shines, everybody. Tommy. 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 That's right. The game show that is sweeping the nation. It is time. It's time I won on for Saturday. everyone's favorite new game show. What's that? I said I won on Saturday. You did win. You and you weren't here. Mm-hmm. Yes, congratulations. This Thank fucking you. asshole. I gave him credit. He's got to fucking rub it in. Yes. <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite new game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien. Yeah. I like that um, somebody wrote, uh, Super Radical Lutra wrote, Cardiff is an Idaho 10. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Andy was talking about his DSLs. <laughs> yeah, this is for Andy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy will be excited about that. An alien. 
Yeah. The brain's divided up into six parts that control those six systems. There's points in the back of the head for those who know how to feel them. When you feel the back of the head, you know which brain center needs work, and that's the positive pole, and there's points in the negative pole to be stimulated either through a chiropractic touch or an acupuncture needle or if you, or just gently touching. If one knows where these points are, then you can touch the points in question, reset the brain, the body can heal. So each one of these on this chart here, it has a point in the back of the brain. Back of the you, head, right. Back of the head that you can touch or push or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And as long as you get that trap door down, it's well, a home. Well, you're, home you're home. actually correct, and you're combining two things, which I'll put together. So part of it is feeling the back of the head to see what part of the brain needs work, and then stimulating the spinal cord in specific places to get that part of the brain working again. And then, of course, that's the physical aspect, not metaphysical, that's just physical. Right. And then, of course, is the metaphysical aspect, which we talked about having the concept of healing. Now, let's just say at this point, someone's like, wait a second, are you saying that's not really that important? It's the, listen, if it was as easy as just every doctor saying, oh, you're going to get better, it's not that easy because not everyone can do this stuff. There's a science to healing, just like there's a science to electricity. There's an outlet over there. You've plugged certain things in. There's electricians who are experts in electricity, so they know how to make these. Pl- well, there's a there's a power to plug into for healing, which I know how to do, and I teach people to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So now all the all these people that you healed and all the things that you've done, what is your conclusion? What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one. Is there anything you can't cure? Seriously. B. With those six points, you think maybe that's where we can connect the Neuralink? You know, Elon's? C. With the dimension thing and everything else, what do you think happens when you die? Next, with the vaccines, do you think it's real? Honestly, (laughs) lastly, wait, let that sink in. It's starting to make so much sense now. Right, Rob? Yeah. To catch oh, no. an alien. Oh, so can I just shit. say, yeah. someone's asking, I tried to make it obvious here. This guy is a chiropractor. Yeah, obviously. And he was fascinating. He he was curing cancer. He was curing stomach. Like, he was curing everything just by touching those six points. This guy is a... I don't want to say what he is. <laughs> I don't want you to get sued. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A quack. <laughs> yes. So, okay, please, go ahead. So based on what you just said, Cardiff... I was going to go A. I wasn't sure if it was going to be A or 5. I like 5 because I like the idea of him going to Rob with it. So I think it could be that, but I'm going A, which was um, so you can cure pretty much everything, anything, right? Or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Producer Chris? Oh, man. Cardiff, you do a great job. God damn it. Uh, I'm That's gonna what go, she said. Yeah. I'm going to go number three, what happens when you die. Okay. Cardiff, what do you say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might change my answer. <laughs> uh, I'm with you, Chris. All right. Okay. Plug into for healing, which I know how to do, and I teach people to do. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So now all the all these people that you healed and all the things that you've done, what is your conclusion with the dimension thing and everything else? What do you think happens when you die? Oh, wow. <laughs> winning. I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Every now and then. Holy shit. That's the most insane thing. <laughs> Dimensions and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I should have known. Well, A, I have no idea. No one else. Just what do you either. think? No, I understand. I just want yeah. to clarify that I'm not saying this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. No, in I my don't chiropractic know opinion. Else. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's a guy who touches people on the back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and if they say they do, mm-hmm. they don't. Um, we'll have to check and see if they're an alien or right, something. Right, right, right. <laughs> my my best hey. guess oh, um, um, is I... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to leave that one in there. Thank you. To catch. I'm going to have to redo the bumper again. Holy shit. <laughs> he talks about aliens more than Shuey talks about being Jewish. <laughs> like, I'm starting mm-hmm. to think it has to be true. That's all for this week. Come back next week to find out if you have the chiropractic knowledge to catch an alien brought to you by patreon.com and the card of electric youtube also the subreddit surfing youtube subscribe today it's the exclusive home for subreddit surfing replays also watplive.com for tickets to dabblecon I think even, even I'm getting tired of my plugs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say. Wait, what? I thought there was going to be more to it. <laughs> Are you guys going to argue? <laughs> Apparently that was it. Okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. What have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about two girls, one blunt, mm-hmm. and Emily's very big boobs. We talked about Opie in his car, stuttering John, talking to Scott. Salem, not knowing anything that's going on. Chad Zumach talking to Tyler, not knowing anything that's going on. We almost caught an alien when one of us did. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The this is the part of the show we play a clip in the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? And I mentioned this person earlier in the show we have Monique from Radio Gunk coming back to join the show for this weekend's edition. And we'll be looking at something. I'm not sure what her familiarity is with this. So I'm looking forward to seeing what her take is. On I'll it. tell you this much. Those guys simply did not know how to uh, do a radio show at all. Uh, Anthony certainly learned how to do a radio show. He took it upon himself to to learn early on. I, I explained uh, the ins and outs of radio to Anthony. He didn't know anything when I, uh, when I brought him on board, this is not me trashing Anthony, but he brought it upon him. He, he, he brought it upon himself, excuse me, to learn the craft of radio. This is not him trashing Anthony. He's going to trash Jim Norton. He just wants to make that very clear. All right. (laughs) Normally I'm trashing everyone. Right. This time we'll get back to Anthony. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to Anthony in a minute. But now I'm going to trash Jim. And the one thing I'll say about Anthony, he knows how to do radio. He knows how to get the people talking. He knows how to do he radio. Knows when to go to the phones. He knows how how to change topics. Jim Norton <laughs> never, never chose to learn the art of radio. 
So he literally has no credibility when it comes to talking about anything that happened as far as how a radio show runs. Okay. Anthony, uh, all those years, he's like, well, man, you know, I want to learn how to do this. And he did. And he knows how to structure a show and put a radio show together, when to move on, all that stuff. Jimmy just sat there like a pig, <laughs> like a pig waiting for celebrities to come in. And then he would, he would, um, he would bring in like a garage sale, basically of junk for these guys to sign. That that was his big motivation. Holy shit. Someone's very angry that Jimmy's still on the radio. And they are not. Wow. The uh the sour grapes, I believe is mm-hmm. what they call that. So it's been a while since we've done a deep dive on Opie. I thought that'd be appropriate to see what he's up to because he's losing his mind over there, 500 feet above Manhattan. And uh, be interesting to hear what uh, Moe's take is on all of that. Hey, Cardiff. Hi. I just started listening. Anything you want to plug while you're while you're here, Cardiff? Subreddit surfing on YouTube with Vinny and Cardiff every Monday night. Uh, we might be moving to our own unique channel for the next live broadcast so stay tuned oh you're not on the channel for the live broadcast i was looking for you guys and i couldn't find it that explains it no yes we do it on mine but Vinny tested the live broadcast and it seems to be working now we All seem right. to have unlocked that and we will likely be doing it there from very now on. cool and uh the most recent episode you guys did the people who don't want to work for a living Anti- anti-work yes anti-work we had a very yeah. a very insufferable uh, guest for most of the show. You're allowed. You're allowed to dismiss your guests at some point, there, Karen. I'm just not when we only have one. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I don't have to talk to Vinny. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you should have asked Vinny why he doesn't want to work. <laughs> why do you pretend to be a comic, Vinny? What's going to do it? <laughs> all right. Well, please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. I left my ass. <laughs> Cheers. Well, I don't think it's funny. Wow. There are probably people who don't even get the joke. He's a fag. This dude is fucking corny. Waka waka. I didn't like it. Have you lost your mind? Uh, you know, who are these podcasts? podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. it. Makes no sense. Mr. Data Head, Master of Disguise, you can turn into over 50 completely different guys. Is he a blind or is his hair red? You never know with Mr. Potato Head. He's hot. He's out of control. All right, and then there's plugs. We can stop it right there. Hey, do we have Ooh. any? Uh, we have any new reviews? <laughs> uh, just one, just one for now, and then I've got to jump off. So. Okay. Uh, you'll like. Well, unfortunately, you'll like this one. Okay. Uh, this podcast is good regardless of co-host, except Zumok. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the format of the show and Carl as conductor of a symphony of clips and contributors makes this show a fun listen, regardless of who is sitting in, unless it's Chad Zumach. The show is so good that I don't only listen when Christian Blatt is on. Sincerely, Christian Blatt. Boom! Thanks, Christian Blatt. I appreciate that. That's sounds a like five a, star. Sounds yes. like a five star. He didn't follow my instructions, but I'll still take it. All right, oh, I, Cardiff. Well, you go yeah. give away some tickets for DabbleCon, buddy. Yes. Okay, thank you. I'll talk later. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Subreddit surfing on YouTube. Subscribe today. Hey, Carl. It's Robo Taco. I just wanted to say 45 minutes of Zuma is too much. <laughs> I know you're having fun, but could you please move on just a little faster? Okay. Have a good week, Carl. Bye. All right, yeah. We haven't heard from uh, Paco in a while, but I like Slowpoke Paco, too. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've talked about how it seems like most of the listeners are friendly with each other, but uh, there might be some issues coming up at DabbleCon. Hey, Carl, this is for that uh, improv guy who uh, still isn't that funny and uh, needs to make better jokes. I will fight you at DabbleCon, but I might not, though, because I'll be too busy laughing at the hack pack when they steal a bunch of jokes from Carl. All right. Anyways, bye. All right. No one's fighting anyone at DabbleCon unless Chad shows up, of course. Yes. Will you please play the acoustic version of the theme to Topic Time? My cat and I are going to dance. Will I? Nailed it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> hey, Carl. Um, I was just calling in because I had a quick question. Um, who, who day? Who day? Who day? All right. Congratulations, Bengals fans. The uh, Bills played the worst game I've seen them play in probably four years. Well, maybe since maybe the worst game since that New England game when it was the snowing, it was a blizzard and no one could throw the ball. That was that was a pathetic pathetic attempt at playing football from the Buffalo Bills, but good on you, Cincy. Have fun with a hobbled Mahomes and good luck. Hopefully you don't lose in the Super Bowl again. We wouldn't want to do that four times in a row. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Try not to do that. Hey, Carl. This is Eddie from Portland. Um, I'm listening to the most recent episode. You want reviews on Apple fucking podcasts? No one uses fucking Apple podcasts. We all listen on Spotify. 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 All right, all right. Spotify. Guys, give us reviews on Spotify. I was looking for our reviews on Spotify. I couldn't find them. I don't even know where to look to find our reviews on there. Have you seen reviews on Spotify? Well, you're not a re- trained review girl. I'm not. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Who trained our review girls? <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, yeah, give us reviews on Spotify. I believe Spotify is a rule, which is cool, that you have to listen for a certain amount of time before you can review something. So you can't just go on and just shit on things. Um. For you know, because they hurt your feelings, <laughs> like so many of our reviews on Apple. So that's good. 
Hey, Carl, the Bills suck, and you're a cook. Loser. Fair enough. Um, and then uh, Nate from Flint liked that joke about the, the dick in his mouth, so I can't play that voicemail because it sounds like shit, but I thought I'd point that out. And uh, all right, remember we talked about Don Cheadle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the last episode. <laughs> Patty Seacombs got some real fucking problems with that guy. Mm-hmm. Don Cheadle and Carl Hamburger sound like they would get along. Oh, I got Creep Off on Monday, and then Dick Masterson on Tuesday, and then Who Are These Socials on Wednesday, and a bonus episode every other Wednesday. Voicemails on Friday, and then live stream on Saturday. I get to goof off and do as I please and make money doing it. Fuck you, Don Cheadle. Fuck you. What are your name? Carl. Fuck y'all. <laughs> All right. Another hater is out there. All right. There's two now. <laughs> it's good to know. Two? Yeah. Poor Don. Everyone's hating on him for no reason. Fuck you, Carl. You don't be corny. I remember my question. Uh, or not my, my, or my suggestion. Uh, you should, like, take those song parodies and put them on YouTube if it's cool. I don't know if they'll let you. I don't know anything about that sort of thing. But you should put those song parodies uh, the, the, and my friends call me Mr. Boom. And the, 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 I go, boom. I, I, you know, I actually wanted to bump that shit on the way home from work. Yeah, like, it's good. There's too many podcasts to look through of yours to get back to that. So I'm not going to, I don't know. If you guys can get them shits together on YouTube or somewhere where there's like a playlist, that would be dope. Probably not the first person to suggest it. Anyway, fuck yeah. Bye, nigga. Yeah, we do have a SoundCloud I need to update that has a lot of the parody songs. Mr. Boom is on YouTube because I that one was a uh, – I can't remember who made that one now. Damn it. I know. I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, you can find Mr. Boom if you know how to look for it on YouTube. But, yes, good suggestion. We should have the songs up there for sure. Hey, Carl. It's Noah from Minnesota. That uh, To Catch an Alien clip that you played about the uh, – Magic Mushroom book being bought by the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, Joe Rogan actually told that same story on his fucking podcast. Yeah, no shit. This fucking alien colony is trying to be fucking Joe Rogan. No fucking way. You don't say. Also, the explanation of why the uh, Catholic Church bought it was because the book claimed that um, early day Christians were founded upon Magic Mushroom users. Yeah, it's really weird. Anyways, don't fuck yourself. Call me back. Bye. Sounds good. Uh, one more. Hey, just checking back in. So I've heard Dick on your show, and I said, wow, maybe I should check out fucking Biggest Problem, because I think he's on that, right? He is. You know, Dick, he's got this high-pitched, shrill, freakishly annoying voice, but at least he's funny. I hear this fucking Vito guy with his terrible fucking voice and he has no fucking redeeming quality. He's not fucking funny. And he's fucking obnoxious. He's literally fucking the worst parts of fucking Dick Masterson. I'll put it to this little fucking shitball. No, I'm not checking out his fucking show. I skipped to the end to see what he plugged to put it on my do not fucking watch list. I do not want to ever hear that voice ever again. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. I'm getting pulled over. Call me back. Uh-huh. 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 Listen, shut up for a second. 
Thank you for your call, everybody. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. <laughs> okay, bye. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week.